Hey y'all, this is Trudy Daniel from Noonan, Georgia. I first met Caddy many years ago through my job as a regional record rep. Over the years, I brought many artists from Baby Axe to Alan Jackson by the radio station for interviews. Caddy was always prepared and always made sure to make my artists feel special. Caddy, Donna, and I share a love for live music and have spent many a concert singing and dancing together in the pit. I am proud to call them both my friends, and I love this new podcast. Caddy, I feel like you and I have grown up together in this industry, but when it comes to the subjects on the pod, I almost always side with your beautiful wife. Here are my friends, Caddy and Donna, with my second act. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old. I put in a loyal 26 years until July 2019. Welcome to my second act. My name is Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. I'm buying everything from Amazon. You've noticed. Mm-hmm. I'm buying clothes. I'm buying, I'm looking at rug, a rug. I'm looking at, I, I bought a do, bathing suit. Do we need a rug? No, but I mean, I'm just looking at it. I bought a bathing suit. I bought a cover for the ring um, doorbell that the dogs ate. Don't even ask me how they, they got up there to do that. But it just hit me the other day that like, I've always ordered from Amazon and I've been an Amazon fan, but I don't think until lockdown came along, I understood that you can order everything from Amazon. Like there's, there's no need to go into a store, obviously, other than like dog food and groceries. I mean, you can get groceries and stuff on Amazon too. But I mean, I had always seen these people who ordered everything, like clothes and everything. And I'm like, I don't know that I want to order my clothes from Amazon. And then I started looking around. There's anything you can think of that you're going to order like on a website or whatever. This is not like an endorsement for Amazon. Although if they'd like to work with us, we're happy to do that. But you can order anything on there. And it seems so simplistic. I know everyone who's listening is like, yeah, duh. But I just never kind of got I think that. it's a little scary that you've made this turn though. We talk about making the turn. Yeah. You made the turn now on Amazon. Well, it's entirely. Can you imagine? But it's free being, shipping. Like, it's not like I'm paying any more. That's the thing. You're not paying a premium. You just don't have to leave your house. Can you imagine being turned loose in one of the distribution centers? I can't imagine. Like, if you're a picker. And a picker is someone who, when you order on Amazon.com, uh, someone, maybe robotic now, computerized. I don't know. But I, I imagine there's still pickers for some things. But a picker is a person whose job is to go from yeah. bin to bin and grab everything in your order and box it up and then put in the, the air tape you know, and then right. tape it up and, and send it send on. It on Can you yeah. imagine being a picker in, a, in an, an Amazon distribution warehouse? The things that you see. I can't imagine. For the first time. It's got to be the know, size because, of an airplane hangar, if I, not bigger. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's monitor that. Well, no, I am. And it's not like I'm spending any more money. I'm just, instead of going, it's so hard, as we've talked about now, to... Um, Olivia and I went to a store yesterday. Again, not going to name who it was, because I'm looking for a desk for her, for her um, room. And... We had to wait in line for 30 minutes. And then it started pouring down rain. I'm like, we're just leaving. Because again, they can only let, it's a smaller store. They can only, And I understand they can only let so many at a time. But it's just not worth it. It is just not worth it. And I started thinking for the amount of money, it was an outlet store that I'm going to save on this desk. I probably should just order, order it on Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. But I know it's going to come in one of those boxes with like 100 pieces. and then Stop right there. This yeah. is not on the right show. Mm-hmm. Donna says to me the other day, Roscoe, who is one of our two hound dogs, Roscoe needs a fan for the garage. Well, because it's hot. It has been hot here in Atlanta. Yeah. And I said, fantastic. Roscoe would love a fan, thinking you're going to go to Target or to Walmart or even to Dollar General and find one that's put together. You bring back what is the version of an Ikea pedestal fan. I and got I it at Home to, Depot. 
Huh? I did get it at Home Depot. But why would you do that? Why not go to Target and get one that's put together? I don't think they're put together. Sure they are. You slide a box fan. You slide it out of the box and you I plug it in the wall. I thought that's what this was. I you thought, didn't see assembly required on the side of no, it? No, I didn't pay attention to that part. I thought it might have had a leg or two that had to like be attached. But I did not think that it... I had to watch a tutorial video. A QR code. I did. Carl I scanned a QR... Carl Appen mm-hmm. loves QR codes. I, I noticed that there was a QR code in the, yeah. the, the instructions that were in Spanish. And so I zapped it with my smartphone and a tutorial video popped up and I still didn't get it. It took me about four, four hours to put together this fan had three steps, but that's on me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's my fear is that it's going to come with an, an Allen wrench and two bags of nuts and bolts. And it'll be put together by the time she goes to college. Yeah, exactly. Hey, before we get to the hype songs, I want to say that while walking in today to the app and podcast network and app and media group, we ran into uh, Ray and Christina Appen, who are the uh, patriarch and matriarch of the Appen Media Group. Yes. And we see them occasionally. We're here twice a week. Uh, Appen Media Group is on North Main Street in downtown Alpharetta. Uh, and you, you occasionally see, and I still call them Mr. Appen and Mrs. Appen. And they're like, no, it's Ray, call me Ray. No, absolutely not. Uh, you see Ray every now and then around the office, and you also see Mrs. Appen around the office. But they were here both together today, and we were able to visit with them. Answering phones. In. Yeah. Yes. So it's a, it's a, it's a, an empire here at the Appen Media Group. A family affair. Yes, and we uh, appreciate their support from day one. So what was your... Uh, Why don't you go first? Because okay, we're going to spend some time on, on, on Charlie Daniels. Okay, so my hype song was from Casey Musgraves, and it's called uh, Follow Your Arrow, and it's from Same Trailer, Different Park. Um, I lo- I'm a big Casey Musgraves fan. I'm going to tell you that when she first came out, I did not... It wasn't that I didn't like her. I just did not spend a lot of time listening to her songs because I would feel like every time I would play one I'm like oh that's sad or that's slow or that's but she is you know we talk about lyrical geniuses she is one of those um, and the song is really just about kind of forging your own path and self-acceptance but um, it her that is from her the other album um, same trailer different part the new album Golden Hour is fabulous if you haven't listened to that but she and her husband Rustin Kelly um, are getting divorced. They've been married two years and um, everyone said that they knew something was up, although they never appeared a lot in public together. You never saw them a lot. They're not one of those couples that are always together. I think he's a musician, is he? Yeah. They, they met at the Bluebird Cafe, which we'll have to talk about the Bluebird in a minute, but she brought Gigi Hadid, the supermodel, mm-hmm. to the CMAs, the, C- the Country Music Awards in November and everybody was like, mm, that's an interesting choice. First of all, no one knew that they were friends. And then they were like, you know, why wouldn't you bring her husband to like the CMAs? Because they knew she was probably going to win a lot. But um, they, they've been married two years and um, they deleted all their wedding photos off their social media. But they did write one of those. Of course they did. Super ubery, glowy, we're going to remain friends. There's a cut paste. There's only one of those and then you in just the history add of the world. words to it. Yeah, and, 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 and press people and, and managers and public relations people, they just cut and paste and insert name here. It's yeah. the same statement. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. Casey Musgrave is one of those artists, you know, we're music, semi-music podcast. Uh, K- Casey Musgrave is one of those artists that never got radio love. Right. Um, at all. You know, especially that particular, ra- country radio was scared to death of that song. Yeah. Follow Your Arrow. Because yeah. it is about all the things that you said it is. Yeah. Just, you know, but a Grammy darling, and, and she should be, Casey Musgrave. Yeah, and a CMA darling. She's won a lot of um, awards. She was on Nashville Star. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, it's fascinating all the people who are on Nashville Star, like Miranda Lambert, Chris Young, and how they got their start. You forget about that show. It was kind of like the original. It was like a star search. Kind of like an like TNN. idol. Was it on TNN? I think so. 
I think so. And I can't remember now who the judges were. The National Network. I can still remember seeing Miranda Lambert walk out on stage, you know, with her little blonde hair and her outfit. Was it sitting high? No, but she just looked, you know, definitely different than she does now. So anyways, great, um, great song. And um, she's an amazing artist. If you've never really listened to her stuff, it's definitely worth listening to. Now, what was your 457 hype song? Charlie Daniels passed this week at 83. Mm. He had a stroke. So uh, sad. Died uh, in a hospital outside of Nashville. I didn't know that he'd been sick. Yeah. It was a stroke, so I don't know that he was, but... Yeah, it may not have been. You sent me a text message. That's how I found out. And yeah. I, I, I had I, I pulled over into a parking lot. Yeah. Charlie Daniels. I, I, I dare you to find anyone that can say a bad thing about this man. Yeah. Now, he was very political, and he was very stern in his political beliefs. Yeah. And for that reason, maybe he... A little polarizing. Sure, or, yeah. sure. But as far as just being a gentleman and a patriot... Yeah, he loved God. He was very, like, you know, he didn't hide behind that. He loved God, family, country music, and... I think he was one of those who could kind of get away with it because he was almost like, um, I forgot who wrote this, but he was kind of like Santa Claus and, and a country music legend wrapped up in one. He used to do all, when we worked at Y106, the country station, the other country station here in Atlanta, um, there was a golf tournament that Rhubarb Jones, the legendary um, you know, personality, country personality who's since passed on, but he he did a, a, a golf tournament every year for the Leukemia Society, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. And Charlie Daniels was always the um, chairperson. chairperson, master of ceremonies. And he was just so gracious and kind with everything, everyone that would come up. I remember getting my picture taken with him and he was just so sweet and like just had this jolly spirit about but him. But such a huge presence. In oh, yes. He was another one, almost like we talk about like a Garth or a Kenny Rogers where you were just in awe when you met him. I mean, there was no way not to be because he just had this larger than life presence, you know. Charlie Daniels loved to smack chewing gum. Really? Oh, a hundred miles a minute. It just... And so when we would do radio roundtables in Nashville, and that's when, like for the CMA Awards, you'd right. be there for four days and all the record labels would, we've talked about this before, but if you're new to the podcast, get you up to speed real quick. A radio roundtable is when uh, the biggest country stations in America are the morning shows for come the most together. part, are, are invited to come to Nashville. You're in a conference room in the bottom of the Hilton in downtown Nashville. The record labels bring all the artists around. You literally are sitting at a table with three microphones. Um, and so the artist goes from table to table. So say we were KHX Atlanta, Kicks Atlanta. Next to me may be KSCS Dallas, then KNPS uh, Seattle, then KLB Boston. So you could hit major, major market radio stations in morning drive just by spending three hours in a ballroom right? in, in the, the, the the basement of the Hilton. So the record labels would always want to push these newcomers that you'd never heard of and take advantage of the fact that they could hit all these major markets in, in little to no time. Charlie Daniels, who did not need to promote anything. Yeah. And often would come by and have nothing to promote. Just to see everybody in the But say would hello. come by, Donna, just to visit with radio. Yeah, that's great. And when you saw Charlie, I can remember sitting at a table facing the uh, the door where, where artists would come into the ballroom. And you always were looking over there because you're just curious who's checking in. You know, who are we going to get? Who's coming up? You know, you're always thinking right. ahead. 
And when you saw Charlie Daniels walk through that door with that massive presence that he has and that cowboy hat and those dark sunglasses and that belt buckle. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, Charlie was not apologetic about when Charlie Daniels sat down next to you, he splayed his legs as wide as the state of Texas. <laughs> and that belt buckle sat right there and he would just chew on this chomp, 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 chomp that gum and just have a conversation with you about anything that you wanted to talk about. Big time. Yeah. That's great. And if you think about the songs through the years that Charlie, you know, the low, low hanging fruit, and especially since we we're based in Georgia, is the devil went down to Georgia. Right. And we're getting back to hype songs here. Um, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm going to push the envelope a little bit. So I'm adding, in honor of the legendary Charlie Daniels, to the hype song playlist on Spotify, um, a classic song called The South's Going to Do It Again. Oh, I love it. From 1975. And this song celebrates the South. This song celebrates the Confederacy. Mm -hmm. And all the hot touchstones that, 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 that come with them in 2020. And I think that it's um, it kind of stands the test an of appropriate time, time. Yeah, it stands the test of time, his music. Yeah, he was just a really, and I mean, the whole thing with the fiddle. I mean, he could play that thing like. And he'd pop a string. And, and just keep going. I, he would just keep on going. Yeah. I want to share something, Brad, but you know, all, uh, we're hearing from a lot of artists on social media right. who, who are, are sharing Charlie Daniels stories and. Uh, Brad Paisley and Charlie Daniels are very, very dear friends. And Brad Paisley posted this. Very few entertainers entertain with their instrument now. When you watched Charlie Daniels with that fiddle, the dust was flying off the strings. He would flip that bow around like it was freaking Harry Potter's wand. <laughs> Same with on the guitar when he would play. He just looked so intense. He was going into battle when he played and you would follow him anywhere. He was like a general up there. I remember maybe 10 years ago, one of the first festivals where he was on before me, I was headlining and I invited him to stay and play with me. And he did. And I remember going out there at the side of the stage and watching him play. He wasn't a competitor per se, but I could tell he was making it very hard for me to follow him in a great way, not in a negative way, but with love. He's doing in America, uneasy rider, all these songs and ends with the devil goes down to Georgia. And he's like, good night. Enjoy Brad Paisley. <laughs> and it's like, damn it. He might as well have looked at me and said, I done told you once, you son of a bitch. I'm the best there's ever been. Next thing you know, he comes out. We did something together. He was a fantastic, wonderful man. Nothing like being put on the spot, huh? That's great. And still spent 180 days a year on the road. Which is incredible. Even his into age. Um, before yeah. before COVID, Charlie Daniels he 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 was a road warrior. He loved being on the road. He loved his wife Hazel. Yeah. He loved uh, country music. Yeah. He was a supporter of other artists, and had a very active presence on Twitter. To be 83 yeah. years old. Yeah. And I can remember scrolling. You know, it was recent when you know it was two days before Charlie Daniels left. We lost him scrolling through Twitter on a night and seeing his tweet, which he put every night. Guess I'll hang it up for tonight. Good night, planet Earth. God bless. He wrote that every night. Every night. Yeah. And you would see it come up in your timeline on Twitter. 
Yeah. Now, it would be like 7 o'clock Central because Hazel and Charlie, they went went to bed quite early when they were at home. That's the secret to good living, I guess. But as of record time here in the studio, uh, we don't know about um, services and things like that. But I can tell you, and we'll we'll put this information in the letter this weekend, um, in lieu of flowers and, and, and such, they have asked that if you're able, you make a contribution to the journey home project. And this is a project that Charlie Daniels created himself. And it's, uh, uh, uh an organization and they insist non-for-profit causes that provide veterans, um, rehabilitation and, and opportunities as they transition to civilian life. And they come back from the battlefield. That's great. So we'll include that information in, the in the letter this weekend. Yeah. Great man. Rest easy, Charlie Daniels. I'm hoping that him and Kenny Rogers are up there starting a great band, you know, up there in heaven. Because the two of them would um, they'd, they'd make a pretty good band. So Chomping, Keeping time, chomping that gun. <laughs> yeah. Always. So a lot of hype this weekend about um, Disney Plus and Hamilton. Ugh. All right. So basically it was the stage production of Hamilton and they filmed it back in 2016 at the height of Hamilton fever. Although I still do think there's Hamilton fever, but I mean, this was when people were paying five, $10,000 a night um, to try to get tickets on Broadway. There wasn't a touring show at the time and it was Lynn manuel um, who, if you don't know, wrote the whole thing and also was the lead role. He was Hamilton in um in the production for the first you know for a long run when it went and it's so funny I've had so many people and you and I were talking about it that have come up to me and said I watched it I wanted to be in on the hype because I feel like I should be in on the Hamilton hype but I didn't get it I didn't understand it I and not even like the musical part of it just that it was really long and it is long it's three hours long but most Broadway plays are Um, but also that it it went so fast and the music, the pace of the show is so fast that I didn't understand the whole story of Hamilton and Burr. And, and so people have said they've gone back now to sort of kind of get a history lesson because they feel really almost like dumb. dumb. I do like, okay, I didn't know all this stuff and, and everything that happened. And, um, but I think more than that, it's just like, talk about FOMO. This is like COVID FOMO. Like you used to, you know, you used to be like, okay, if I can't get, when Hamilton would come through Atlanta, if I can't get tickets, oh my gosh, I have FOMO. Everybody's talking about Hamilton. Everybody's going to Hamilton. Everybody's spending a fortune on these tickets. But this was a night when you could watch it at home and all these people were, you know, tweeting about it and putting it up on Instagram and dance parties and singing along. And people are like, okay, I have FOMO. So I'm going to get Disney Plus and I'm going to watch this. Disney has seen a 74% spike just since this past weekend, July 4th weekend. Um, just from running For Hamilton. Disney Plus. Yeah. yeah, because people signed up for it just for that. And and they're not doing the 30-day free trial. They're very smart anymore. Oh, really? No. Now so they've, t- they've taken that out just yeah. because of Hamilton. Because right. they originally, well, originally they were going to take it to the movie theater. Right. And then because of COVID, they said, you know what? Let's, um, and pretty smart move as far as Absolutely. marketing and, and things like that. Let's go ahead and just release it on our own streaming service since we own it. Yeah. And make bank there because we're certainly going to lose money if we take it to the movie theater. And people said, like, is there additional footage? Is there backstage? It's none of that. You do get, I will say, there are some, like, when the king comes out, if you know that part, there are some parts where they're filming from the back of the stage. And so you do see, when he comes out, you see 
I mean, the audience is dark. Obviously, the the lights are down, but you do see his view coming out from there. So there are some things like that. I do think it was interesting to watch it, seeing the stage performance. There are some things that don't translate as well, you know, as being in the audience. I loved the fact that they kept the audience's reaction, clapping and cheering and everything, because I think what it did for me, and I, I get the fact that some people don't get it and don't understand it. I just love the music. You know, the history of it is one thing. There's people who love that. I just love the whole music and everything with it. But I think what it did for me was make me realize how much I miss seeing live productions, whether it's a concert, a Broadway show. Kids play. Kids play. A softball game over at North Park. It just made me realize, like, how much I miss that, you know? So to hear that audience reaction and to think about the time that that was in and then the time that we're in now, it was just a very interesting kind of like dichotomy of like, you know, you're sitting at home watching it and then just, you know, five months ago we were clamoring to get tickets to go see it. But I do think it's funny. And Olivia was one of those. Our 17-year-old, now 17-year-old, um, said, I just don't get it. Yeah. Because we, the day it came out the third, right? And we watched, yeah. And so we said, we're going to watch it as a family. Now, you and I had seen it when it first came to the Fox. Right. Because I got up at the time doing morning radio at 3.15, 3.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. We, okay. we only saw half of we Hamilton. We saw the first half of Hamilton. Who only sees the first half of Hamilton? Well, we've never seen the second half of anything. <laughs> we haven't on Broadway. Right. Right? We're at San Francisco. We went to go see something. We'd flown all day to get to what was the show. And I was like, you know what? I can't remember. Just, they're like, intermission. I'm like, all right, let's go. Yeah. Time I can't to go. remember. Yeah. But yeah. the first half live there's also just an element to being there live and watching yeah, it because you, you have the orchestra happen. you have yeah. yeah all those all those things but yeah. it's um, live theater anything can happen we invited yeah. every you know we said come on kids we're gonna watch it together and I, I started looking around the the den well charlotte loves it she likes the music and she's loved the soundtrack you know and that's one thing if you've listened to the music you're at least aware of that yeah but the cadence and the 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 timing and the pace that's the word i'm looking for the pace it is a fast pace it is and so if you're not familiar with history yeah, or a part of history. <laughs> and I don't know a whole lot about history, to be honest with you. I had Linda Steelman uh-huh. for history. God bless Linda Steelman's yeah. heart and soul. But I just, you know, I've said before, and this is the truth, I couldn't find, I don't know the difference between Iraq and Iran. Okay, Alan Jackson. Okay. But I couldn't. You, you could wheel in a map right now and put it on this wall, and I couldn't find Iraq or Iran. Okay. Well, but you, you were really into the soundtrack. I like the music. It's yeah. catchy. Yeah. Very catchy. I just think it's funny. I think it's another one of those things where everybody's like, you know, am I supposed to like this a lot more than I than I do? I'm not, you know. And some people said they made it halfway through and they were like, mm, come on, that was long. Because I think if you haven't been to a Broadway play, you don't realize how long they last. They're long. And Charlotte, who is our 14-year-old, says, um, because after the first half on Disney+, Plus. They put up a card that says intermission, and it counts down from 60. And so at dinner one, uh, you know, could have been two nights ago, Charlotte says to us, now when you're watching it live, is the intermission just 60 seconds? No. I Nobody said, can no, no. run to the bathroom yeah, and get I back said, no, in no, that no, amount no. of time. Said, you, get, you get a little more time than that when you go see it live. But <laughs> you, you can you can speak to Hamilton because you 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 work with the arts here in Atlanta. Yes. Yeah. So it's coming back. Well, it was, you know, it was supposed to be here in April of this year, and then obviously everything got shut down. With COVID, and then it was scheduled for August, and that's not going to work. So it is actually coming next August, which, again, just like everything else, sounds like a really long way away in 2021. Um, But part of the thing that I learned with Broadway is 
well, a couple of things, obviously getting them back on stage. And again, touring companies are different than Broadway in New York. Broadway in New York, they stay at those theaters. It's a residency. They're there. And you may have different actors that play different roles that come in that, that are very well known. But Broadway touring plays, you know, before Hamilton comes to Atlanta, it would make no different than what we were talking about the other day with country acts. It may have been in Orlando or Jacksonville or Charlotte or somewhere. So a lot of people said to us and have said to me, why can't they just bring it into the big cities? You know, like, so don't go on all those tour stops, just come in. The problem with that is you have to rehearse. And so if you're out doing a tour, you're rehearsing every night because you're or for multiple nights because you're doing rehearsals and you're in a show. So just to power up all those people, bring them back together to do three or four cities, financially, it just doesn't make sense, you know? So even with the Fox Theater, there were a lot of shows that were scheduled pre-Hamilton. And we lost a couple of shows before Hamilton was supposed to come in because if they were going to come in, they needed the yeah, they Fox. Tried. They tried. So they tried. A couple need, of times. Yeah. They, 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 the, yeah. the Fox wanted to get Hamilton Yeah, they the, don't want to lose that revenue or that show. But they, they would have needed the theater to rehearse. Um, so any shows that were on before, it wasn't so much that those shows were getting blown off the schedule for COVID at the time they were getting blown off so to try to get Hamilton to get come in yeah but it just wasn't going to work and you know these venues are suffering as much as everyone else because when you look at a venue like the Fox Theater which is so old um, and trying to if you've ever been which I'm sure anyone who's listening who lives in Atlanta or even if you've traveled through here if you've been to the Fox you know trying to line people up in that kind of vestibule area to get them through the you know security and through that it's tight the bathrooms are tight it's an old theater you know and that's what we love about it so um they will figure it out and those things will come back but um you know it's uh i think it's something that people need people need the arts in any form they need music they need paintings they need broadway they need shows they need you know anything because it's good for the soul and it's good for the people, the creative people who are putting that out there. Again, I will say, I think there's going to be probably some really interesting shows that come out of this time period because you've got a lot of creative types just sitting around writing, Very good point. writing and writing, you know, and, and your brain doesn't stop just because you can't go out into the world. So I think it almost kicks into higher gear, you know, so hopefully out of this will come even more amazing shows. Don't let the fear of the unknown paying for an attorney or seeking medical care stop you from getting the treatment that you need. And how about this, the cash money that you deserve? Let Hurt 911 help give you the steps to get your life back. Call 1-800-HURT-911 or you can visit 1-800-HURT-911-GA.com today. Dr. Brian Veal, a great friend of our family uh, for years, is uh, leading the 1-800-HURT-911 charge. The 800-HURT-911 injury group at 1-800-HURT-911-Georgia's premier choice in accident care. They're going to partner you with the right injury doctor, the right injury attorney, medical specialist, if you need one, to get you on the fast road to recovery and that money in your pocket. No charge to you unless they win your case. 1-800-HURT-911. The team of certified real estate expert advisors with Tracy Cousineau's real estate expert advisors, they consistently outsell the competition so many different ways, including the proven marketing system. Uh, which can get you up to 18% more for your home. They have an entire team behind the scenes, 20-plus professionals that are all working for you. Uh, Tracy Cousineau runs her business unlike the traditional brokerage. Um, it's, a, it's a running machine of systems, certified negotiators, 
marketing and graphic design teams, home staging teams, closing coordinator teams. TracyCousineau.com. That's cousin with an E-A-U because you know she's going to sell your home. TracyCousineau.com. I didn't even hear a piccolo on July 4th or a, a flute or anything. Just in general? The, or? Well, you, you just think 4th of July <laughs> and you think marching bands and piccolos and... Yeah. Big we, brass. Uh, seriously, we, we found ourselves Saturday night, July 4th, sitting in the keeping room next to the kitchen. And, and I look and I'm sitting on a couch scrolling through social media. And I look across the room and you're in a chair in the corner and you're scrolling through social media. And I thought to myself, sad. this is what we have become. Yeah. This is sad. Uh, Will was out of town with some of his buddies for the 4th. Yeah, right. Uh, Olivia was with her boyfriend, Jack, and their family for the 4th. And Charlotte was at Avery, one of her good friends' homes yeah. with some friends. And you and I were just sitting there scrolling through social media at 6.30. And I said, you know what? Let's go do something. So we went and had a great dinner at one of our favorite right. restaurants, South City, uh, at Avalon. Not crowded at all. No fireworks. None of that. But... Well, we had fireworks. Of course, well, that's what I want to say. And, 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 and because, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't tell you... This often enough. Uh oh. Well, I'm I, ready. I, well, but you are my rock and you're my leader and oh. I love you to death. And 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 as I'm sitting there at dinner with you Saturday night, I thought to myself, you know, there are couples that this would be painful, right? Because jokingly, before we left to go to Avalon, I reached out to two friends like with an hour notice just to see who on July Fourth would be able to meet us for dinner if right. anybody. <laughs> And got negatives from both. And and, 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 and and so I think that there are a lot of married couples that would have been like, okay, I got, we can't go sit Let's for just two stay hours. Home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've never been in that position. And, and we had the struggles of a marriage just like you do sure. listening right now. And and, 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 and it's not easy. And, and we have troubles and failures and, and everything that you do as well. But you and I have always been able to go out. Yeah. And to entertain each other and laugh at the same jokes for two years. And as your husband, who, by the way, uh, has had some med uh, uh, <laughs> some uh, they they med tweaked changes. my meds mm-hmm. a little bit here in the past two weeks. I'm kind of just up and down all over the place. But uh, you and I just never had that problem, and I just wanted you to know that I enjoyed being out with you Saturday well, night, I the two too. of us, and, and we just had fun. goofing. And um, I think you have to figure, up. yeah, and I think you have to figure that out. We've talked about this. Like we were joking before we went out. Like I said, oh, I've got something to tell you, and I said, you know what? Just I'll wait. Yeah, I'll seriously. wait. <laughs> Let me save yeah. that up for dinner. And our challenge is just like everyone else's with. Um, with the pandemic, we've, you know, like we've said before, I've always worked from home with my job that I have now. So we're together a lot and we sit across from each other and we talk for an hour um, about things. And then, you know, you're with your spouse a lot and they become kind of like your security animal in a way, <laughs> you know, because you, you, you kind of are, it's you guys against the world right now with everything that's going on in the pandemic. But the other thing is, I think you do have to learn how to be, um, how to be a couple. And it's really important. And you and I have always felt that way. Sometimes we've gotten heat about it, like going out. And I know there are people who are like, oh, you guys go out all the time. We don't go out all the time. Um, we used to go out much more because we had to do a lot of it for your job. But we have always thought that it's very important to have a relationship with the two of us, um, separate from our kids and from our family time. And family time is incredibly important to us. And anytime it's, um, Anytime it makes sense to do it as a family, we want to do it. But there's also times when it makes sense for you just to go to dinner with your spouse. And I think um, there's a lot of couples who get a rude awakening when their kids go off to college and they just kind of look at each other and they're like, oh, it's just us. We're going to have a lot of time to fill. Yeah. 
So um, I, you know, I know for us, that's always been really important to, to work on that and, and, you know, keep that, keep that going. Um, there's nobody I'd rather hang out with, you know, I mean, granted through some of this, I've been like, Oh Lord, just us again. But um, overall, you know, I, I think that again, I keep saying, I keep always trying to look to the bright side of what's going to come out of this time period. And I do think your marriage is either going to be super strong or, it's probably going to, you know, show some, some show some cracks. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people also who travel for work and they're just not used to being in the family dynamic by no fault of their own, but they're not there when homework's done or dinner served, or this is what time you guys normally eat, or this is what you eat on Wednesday, or, you know, this is how you, you know, discipline them because, and I think it can lead to a lot of animosity because one person's not there. And then it's almost like we've talked about before the other person's coming to your job, which could be, being a stay-at-home mom or dad and kind of telling you how to do your job. So um, if you're a young parent and you have young kids and you're listening, you know, make time for yourselves because your life can't just be mom and dad. You know, your life still has to remain whoever you are, Jim and Diane. What are our names for our people? Donna. I'm Dale. That's right. Dale and Patricia. You got to stay Dale and Patricia. You know, and, and sometimes that means, you know, even though your kids don't want you to go anywhere and you don't want to get a babysitter, you need to do it, you know, because I think it's important. But there wasn't a time when we were getting ready or when we were on the way, you know, 10 minute ride to Avalon from the house where I said to myself, oh, it's going to be a long Wow, this yeah. is what are we going to freaking talk about? <laughs> because I knew that we would fill time. We like to talk. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I just wanted to point that out. I did too. Well, I'm glad you did. And I, I um, love hanging out with you also. And you know what? I think we're going to have a lot of more empty nesting going on because everybody's growing up, which is just really depressing. Growing up in uh, college, hopefully for a lot. Yes. In the fall. Um, I, I did see where UGA or not just UGA, but the university system of Georgia is now saying that masks will be mandated. Have to be did required. you see that? Yes. This week they made that announcement. Yep. They kind of, they went back and said that. So, yep. Um, however it is done, if you have kids that are going off to college, um, and, and you're wondering how we're going to fill the apartment yeah. times are, you know, t the budget's tight or, or, you know, what are we going to do about the dorm room? Uh, reach out to Maryland at gallery furniture in, in Gainesville. Uh, they have financing available, but everything there is so reasonably priced and you're going to find something, uh, whatever you're looking for and, and at great prices and so many different brands and styles recliners from 299 tons of bedding options for uh college apartments monarch table and chairs plus a bench 849 the price 1600 browns bridge road gainesville ask for the wolfman.com ask for Marilyn, of course ask for donna she's still around as well at gallery furniture big celebration to the house this week because it was delivery day for the month of yes. july with dinner affair the freezer is stocked i just i like to open the freezer and just stare at your and babies. just stare at all of my meals that, are, mm -hmm. that, that come the first of the month uh 15 new meals Every single month at dinneraffair.com, dinneraffair.com, you select uh, the dinners that you want and they come frozen. You thaw them, you know, put them on the counter 24 hours in advance or everything that you need for each particular dinner uh, comes in your butcher wrapped dinner affair package. And this July menu is poppin'. Hot good. honey chicken, basil cream chicken with angel hair pasta, lemon butter tilapia with orzo. Mm. I love Orzo. Thirty dollars on everybody loves who doesn't love I mean, Orzo. Seriously, thirty dollars off your first order. Very simple. Uh, this is worth it. I'm telling you. Caddy is the promo code. C a d d y. Dinneraffair.com. Dinner a f a r e. dot com. Are you ready to get happy? Oh, I'm ready. 
Carl. Hit that music. Because I'm happy. So the appy for this time is is called Calm, C-A-L-M. And it is, hang on with me here, a meditation app. And I know what you're thinking, like, oh, boy. Um, I have become a meditator. This has been going on for about a year. We're going to talk about this. When, in, when do you do this? In the mornings. I, I, I've never, I'm not, I'm not call you out. I've never seen you meditate before. Well, Where do you do that? We're going to talk about that on the next pod, things that you're discovering about your, your spouse, your spouse. Your, you but well, I'm not know. kidding. Where do you meditate? You in do it in the, the bed when no, you're scrolling no, no, through no, social no. media? Is that no, what no, you do? no. In the morning, I get my coffee and I just sit in the little chair in the keeping room. You do? And, yeah, I do. And what you do, especially here's how Appy makes it um, super easy: is there's a mood check-in, and you. It sounds kind of crazy. You can do it in the morning. You can do it in the afternoon. You can do it at night. I usually do it in the morning because that's when I'm going to do my meditation. And you check in and you say, "I'm feeling anxious, sad. I'm pretty happy." And you have to be honest. You know, like kind of where you're feeling and then they suggest meditations that you can do what meaning what though like the re- readings or spoken no, word or is it, it noises or like whales some all of that or something <laughs> some and all of that you can do like a music meditation you can do a guided meditation where someone kind of guides you through the meditation a lot of meditation is about breathing and just um being I'm big into this. You know, I, I'm, I, I have a little hippie trippy side to me, as you know. And I like like the whole grounding. You know, grounding is putting your feet into the earth and feeling where you're standing. A lot of what happens when you're on your phone all day long and you're taking phone call after phone call after phone call and you're in your car and you're um, triaging kids and work and your boss and all this, you don't have time to just be. You know, just to stand and feel kind of what's going on. So meditation has been proven. I mean, proven that it lowers blood pressure and your heart rate. And um, it's just a really, there's a great book out too. um, And it's a guy from GMA who wrote it. And I'll have to get that information for the next pod. But anyways, um, meditation is not something that, again, you have to feel like is in vogue. It's just, it's something that really kind of helps you. And with all the things that are coming at us right now with COVID and the uncertainty, and if you're kind of a control freak like I am, and you feel like the world is just totally out of control, it just kind of helps ground you. And for me, it starts my day off just in like a good space. You know, it's just, I would say 10 minutes. I mean, you can, some people meditate for 20, 30 minutes. It's insane. Um, I've got about 10 minutes. That's all I got. And I will tell you in the beginning, it's kind of like doing a yoga practice. When you first start meditating, what's going to run through your head is, hmm, what do I need to do today? I got to get some balloons. I got to get some toilet paper. I need some cat litter. Well, that was kind of random. Today's Olivia's birthday. I mean, well, no, no, Tuesday was. This is Thursday. Well, but yes, we're recording on. Well, Tuesday. I mean, who needs balloon? I mean, that's just kind of. Well, my point is, is that you go through your grocery list. You know, because it's hard. Does this to, cost money? This app. Um, there's some features on it that the, it's like the, $2.99 like a, or something. in-app purchase or something? No, 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 no. But the point of this is, like anything, if you've done yoga, if you've done Pilates, if you're drinking water and trying not to drink sodas, it takes time. If you're trying a new medicine. So when you first do this, you I feel like these are all pointed at me. No. <laughs> is that list right there? No. Is that on your sheet? Give me your sheet. Okay, is that, no. is that my, that's the list that was specifically targeted at me. No, it was not sp- specifically, Sorry specifically targeted. No, my point is, is that it's going to feel frustrating at first and weird if you haven't done it. And you're going to be like, this is kind of like 
weird, gurui, mm-hmm. you know, out there, left wingy stuff. But I promise you, if you stay with it, it will help you. And and what happens is then later in the day, as you get better at it, you can sort of use those breathing exercises if something comes at you that's incredibly like stressful to calm yourself down. Like a Corolla on Jimmy Carter Boulevard or something. <laughs> so, Come on, probably not a good time. <laughs> then you need to call her at 911 if that happens. But anyway, it's calm. We'll, C-A-L-M, C-A-L-M. We'll add it to the newsletter this week um, for the appy. And just try it and see what you think. You know, give it a shot. Let me know. Reach out to us and let us know how your meditation's going. Sing us out. We just got appy. Tori Crow's a pot peep. Thank you, Tori, for your support. Um, she reached out to me on Instagram at ATL Cadillac on Instagram and Twitter uh, at ATL Cadillac. Tori writes, hey, me and my boyfriend listen uh, to every show. I read the letter. I read the letter every Saturday. Just wanted to thank you and Donna for making us laugh and buying us Starbucks. Yeah. How easy was welcome. that? You're very welcome. Um, what we did for the first time, we're going to continue to do stuff like this uh, in the letter, which is our, our, our weekly e-newsletter that hits Saturday mornings. It's free. We don't share information with anybody, but it's uh, mostly just pictures that complement the stories that you've heard during the two podcasts that particular week to kind of, you know, give you pictures worth a thousand words, Donna. That's true. Sometimes Donna does a TikTok video. Um, alternate titles for each of the episodes and things like that. But we started throwing in, uh, well, for the first time this past weekend, we put a Starbucks gift card in there. So when you got the ladder Saturday morning, you can then go to Starbucks and have uh, have a, a cup of Starbucks on us. On us, yeah. And there's just a barcode in there. And you guys were so not greedy and so kind that there's money left over on it. So if you want to sign up, it is not too late to sign up for the letter. And um, you just text left on red to 228-28. 228-28 and um, you'll get start getting it this week um, and in that we'll put the uh, Starbucks gift card back in there and you can keep enjoying some coffee as long as it's available. Left on red. No spaces. Red is in the color R-E-D 22828. Alright. Trudy Daniels introed the show today. Trudy works for EMI Records in Nashville but she is Based and lives in, in Coweta County. Yeah, she's Noonan. a Southern girl. Uh, Trudy was maybe one of the very first. I think I met Trudy when I got to Atlanta at 19 working for Kicks before she even started uh, working for the record label. Trudy's job is to promote, and it's not tough to have to do. You know, there, there are some record labels that have rosters of artists that, I yeah, mean, they got to work. A little more Trudy, difficult. You know, uh, Trudy works. Don't get me wrong. Right. She's got Eric Church. Um, it, it's, it's Trudy's job to work with country radio. She, she has the Southeast region. And you may say, well, how come Trudy wouldn't live in Nashville? Why would you know? Uh, listen, a lot of record reps, even that cover like the West Coast, live in Atlanta because you can fly to Hartsville and be anywhere in no time. Yeah, she's got like the Osborne Brothers. She's, she has a lot, a huge roster of artists. And um, so Trace, uh, Trudy works with Country Radio to get airplay for her her artists, like Eric Church, who uh, stick that in your country song, most added at Country Radio two weeks ago. And and I, I know she told me was his highest debuting song he's ever had. It's a hard job. Listen, what she does is a really hard job. It sounds, and it is, it sounds sexy and exciting to be on the road with artists. And there is that part of it. But she works so hard because in a market where there are two, usually there are two country stations, she has to um, kind of serve two masters in a way and be like, you know, um, talk to both of them and, and and try to get airplay with both stations and keep them both happy. And, you know, it, it's a it's a 
it's a great negotiating uh, job that she has to do along with keeping the artist happy when they're on the road and helping them out. And um, the thing that I, there's a lot that I love about Trudy so much. Number one, she's very loyal and um, she's been a great friend to you and I. Um, and the other thing is there are some record reps who are somewhat jaded because they were just kind of grizzled. They've been in the business a long time and they've, they're, they're road, talk about road warriors. They've been out and they travel with these bands and they're not necessarily traveling on like they're not traveling first class and they don't think that way. They're sometimes they're traveling in Hondas and, and, you know, just going a, a conversion vans. Yeah, absolutely. Going from station, radio station to radio station, you know, just trying to get interviews and airplay. But the thing that I love about Trudy is if you ever saw her at a concert, she was not jaded at all. She would likely be one of the most excited people out in the pit, out watching the band. It, it, she had probably seen, you know, that band 200 times. But it, she was excited, as excited to see them in every market that she went to as the people who were there. And that's what a great record rep does is, I mean, they're just so invested in these artists and, and their families and, and making their life better, you know, on the road and, and supporting them. That's what a record label does is support artists. So she's really, um, she's a really, really, really great person. And she's really good at her job. The artists love her. Uh, Gary Allen, Brothers Osborne, Eric Church, Alan Jackson, John Langston, uh, Brandon Lay, who has two songs on the Spotify Hype Song playlist. Yes. Uh, 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 Trudy introduced me to Brandon years ago. And uh, Chrissy Metz now. Yes, is part of the EMI National Yeah, she's super excited about that. She has an amazing voice um, from the television show This Is Us, and I think she's going to have a really good career too. So um, thank you, Trudy, for your friendship and for introing the pod. means the world to us. We have a small ask. Uh, three things, if you are able, would uh, mean a lot to us. Number one, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. Number two, rate and leave five star reviews for the pod. How are we doing there? I, I don't know how to find the reviews. I think we're doing we're, we're doing good. We have all five star reviews, um, so I know it's just a matter sometimes that people. But well, don't say that because somebody's gonna be like, "I'll get you." Okay, well, don't, no. Okay, no, don't do that. If you want to get us, just send a, send that to us. If you have any complaints, and we we are happy to hear those too, but text those to the other guy. Is that me? Yeah, that's you. Okay. Uh, number three, show our sponsors some love. They include 1-800-HURT-911 and Tracy Cousin, our real estate expert advisors. Gallery Furniture in Gainesville and DinnerAffair.com. Brand new episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Cadillac Jack, my second act. We are proud to be part of the App and Podcast Network. Yeah.